By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Welcome to Behind the Drive Shortcuts. My name is Douglas McLean. Legendary drummer Carmine Apice has joined forces with multi-instrumentalist and rising studio star Fernando Perdomo to form the Apice Perdomo Project, also known as APP, whose debut album Energy Overload was released September 24, 2021. As a drummer for Vanilla Fudge, Carmine Apice set the groundbreaking band's psychedelic debut sound in 1967. Please welcome Carmine Apice, who was in Florida, and Fernando Perdomo, who is calling in from L.A., and we talked by Zoom. And uh, basically, uh, I'm from Miami, Florida, and uh, I used to play on some major Latin records, and then I decided to come out to L.A. because I wanted to play on some rock records. Right. And one of the first things that happened is I ended up on the Echo in the Canyon soundtrack. So um, I'm on tracks with Clapton, Neil Young, right. Beck, Fiona Apple. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I was in the movie with Brian Wilson playing in the same room with him at Capitol Studios. So wow. it's been everything I wanted it to be. And now the Carmine thing has been a whole other, you know, just masterpiece. Just yeah. uh, I'm so excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you in your new studio. Hey, what's hey. up, Carmine? Good morning. Hey, good morning. morning. I know, I haven't been to the full tour. Maybe, maybe we'll FaceTime after this. <laughs> yeah, beautiful, man. Yeah. I, uh, I just um, I just moved into a new studio, Douglas, uh, in North Hollywood. And, okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty much everything I ever wanted, so it's <laughs> all good. Good morning, Carmine. You're looking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel good. Yeah. feel good over yeah. here. You, you're what up are, early. Are you? You're up early. Yeah, I've been up for a couple hours now. Yeah. Where in I'm the world at, are you? I'm I'm at home. Oh, great, fantastic! Oh, yeah, yeah, you see all the palm trees. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah, wow. I'm, home. Hey, yo, I'm home over there, the big boy. Yeah, I'm home. <laughs> well, yeah, listen, so, uh, listen, guys, it's really uh, great for you all both good, to join us. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> I, I was quite surprised. Um, hey, Doug, how come we're looking at you from the bottom up? Oh, I don't know. Um, where am I? No, I'm right here. I'm, <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, your camera's real low. Oh, oh yeah, go. it's my... Uh, nostril cam. Nost- are you looking up through my nostrils? Oh, shoot. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good. We can see your brain a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I got some left in there and uh, not much <laughs> yeah no it's good to know yeah it's good it's yeah. good. every once in a while you need someone else to tell you that you still have brains <laughs> yeah yeah that's a that sure is a, um it's often hard to know if you have any left in these crazy times we're living through that's for sure um i'm not kidding yeah Anyway, guys. All right. So, so let's. Where are uh, you? We're, uh, thank you very, very much. I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you, and I uh, really appreciate uh, Cleopatra Records uh, kind of reaching out to us. the The project is pretty exciting, and I I don't know. I guess it's been out a month, right? Have you been getting a good response for it so far, or is it just starting to get yeah, not, out there? Not even, not quite a month yet. Yeah. The album yeah. came out. Little baby. Uh, Still learning uh, the walk. Yeah, the, exactly. That's a good way to put it. But 
Everybody that hears it so far has been loving it. Great, great reaction. Yeah. And everybody likes the same favorite song, which is that Flower Child song. Oh, which really? Which we're getting ready to release as a new single and video. Right. So we're excited about it. We we spent some time doing that. And now we're gonna, we're thinking of our next song. Right. Yeah. We, we've, this project has been a real dream, and and people yeah. have been really really like reacting to it because right. um, it's the sound of two guys that just met that are very inspired working together and we challenged the hell out of each other. Okay. And, um, you know, it was recorded during a very interesting time in the history of the world, the pandemic. Right. And yeah. uh, it brought a lot of emotion out of our playing. And I think uh, if there's anything about the record is it really screams out of the speakers, man. Right. I mean, you put it on and it's just, it's it's uh it, it's got a lot of power and energy. It's, it's, it's got energy. Things. It's got energy overload. <laughs> it's energy overload, but it's also excitement yeah. overload, inspiration overload, yeah, yeah. carmine overload. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I had a ball doing it because you know when we were doing it, we had no, you know, no outline. I'd like just uh, like well, let's make this one for radio, or let's cut this and edit right. for for video. But we just did whatever the hell we wanted to do. I mean, even stuff that, you know, surprised each other, like uh, the song Little Havana that yeah. he sent me. And it was kind of a, a rock Latin kind of thing. And at the end of it, I said, you know what? I'm going to just challenge him to this. And I did a, a press roll. And I did this really fast. Excuse me. Am, well, am we I called, it, we called it Big Havana. Uh, yeah, that's okay. That's Don't awesome. worry about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And then, and then, you know, uh, then I realized, I said, I got some other drum tracks. Why don't I send you some drum tracks? See what you can do with them. So I was, yeah, first there was, there was Rocket to the Sun. And he, yeah. he came up with that one. I said, whoa, this sounds great. That's yeah. a good way to, re to write songs. Right. Me. Yeah, there was like three distinct ways that we wrote some songs on the record. Uh, one of them is either him sending me a demo, me sending him a demo. And then in the end, him sending me drum tracks that were fully fleshed out. Like, it happens a lot where, you know, you'll have a guy send a drum track and then you chop it up and you turn it into whatever you want to do. Right. I, re I barely chopped up anything he sent. Most of the stuff he sent, I used from top to bottom. The reason is that since Carmine is, all, is not just a drummer, he's a songwriter. Exactly, he's a producer. Yeah. Right. He's, he's, a, he's, he's an incredibly musical guy. And, oh, my head's and, getting uh, bigger. I, no, 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 no. When he said, when he, hey, 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 if it, ha if it hasn't blown up in 50 years, yeah, yeah, right. Plus, he's, it's not going to blow up now, Carmine. Yeah, plus. Okay, so he sends me a drum track. Right. And, you know, the thing about Carmine is that he's he's arranging songs in his head while he's playing the drums. Oh, so see. everything is in perfect bars. Everything. It's like it's like a poet, you know, yeah. if, if you have like these incredibly skilled poets that'll start spinning a rhyme and it's perfect iambic pentameter. Everything works out perfect. When he lays down a drum track, you could totally feel where the verses are, okay. where the choruses are, where the bridges are, where the solos are. You feel him getting excited as you play. So as I'm jamming along to these tunes, the parts are just coming out like exactly like I wish I had video rolling of me like just jamming along with the tracks because mm -hmm. the songs just kind of flowed out of me because it was just like man you know he's freaking laying down this freight train beat mm -hmm. and i'm hearing okay so we got a verse here okay we got a chorus here okay this should this is obviously the solo and it was a lot of fun writing to just a raw drum track because right. you know as a drummer myself it's really interesting to hear 
you know, the way that he um, segues between parts. It's not just a straight ahead thing where it's like, okay, here's the beat, here's the beat. There's it's it's pure poetry when the way the way he plays. So it was a lot of fun to actually write to imagine. it in that oh, way. Very, very nicely said. Thank you. It's very unique. Yeah. It's very unique because uh, again, the the drumming performances usually when a drummer lays down a drum part, you know, it's it's very loose. Mm -hmm. He's very structured in his madness. Mm -hmm. It's still crazy. And he's still got a he's still got a thousand fills a minute, right. but it's very structured, it's very musical, and it's very creative, and it just pushed me to play better, to write better, and to just come up with better parts. And the songs on this record, like one of the proof in the pudding of this record is that people are writing lyrics to them, you know, because oh, are they? it's a very really? it's a very lyrical way of writing. Yeah. The way I play guitar is a very human voice type stuff yeah. like where i the, the way i play guitar solos and the way i play melodies i'm thinking in the terms of a singer because i'm a singer too and i've written a lot of singer songwriter material well, I, I don't know much about that hey hey <laughs> hey i'm i'm critically acclaimed by everyone but myself as far as vocals but singer. um you know this is my voice right here and when i play guitar i don't think okay, well, this is going to be a part where I'm going to play the pentatonic scale. This is a part where I'll play a Lydian scale. And here I'll do a bunch of runs, and next thing you know, you can't really sing along to it. Mm -hmm. I kind of pride myself that a lot yeah. of the guitar parts I play, you can sing along to. And now we've got some celebrities writing lyrics to these songs, and Goodness eventually gracious. you might hear full-fledged you know, song versions of these songs, yeah. which will be amazing. You know, well, that, that, Why not? Yeah, well, that would be pretty exciting. Although... Um, I'm starting to really uh, love the way they sound just as instrumentals. So, did you, um, did you, was this your intent to st to record an instrumental album right right out of the gate? Or well, uh, yeah, well, but considering that uh, you know, I sang, he sings, but yeah. when we started, then the first song I gave to Fernando was an, an instrumental song. Oh, I did have someone that had a vocal on it. Okay, you know, uh, but. I had it on my iPad when I first wrote it as an instrumental. Mm -hmm. So, so I didn't know him from Adam. You know, right. he called yeah. me up yeah. from uh, the phone call we got from uh, Dana, you know, Dana. Um, Doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Dana. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting it's old. Yeah. We were introduced. We were introduced to each other by yeah, Tom yeah. Dowd's daughter. Dana. Tom Dowd's wife. Tom, oh, okay. Tom Dowd's yeah. wife and daughter. You know, yeah. so. So I didn't know him from Adam. So I said, well, let me see what you can do. So here's an instrumental song. So he, he sent it back to me, you know, all done on stems. Well, I sent it to him on, a, on an iPad on the two track. Right. You know? oh, okay. And when I got it back, I said, oh, oh, this sounds pretty cool. So I put the first drum track on, which is a song called Thunder. Right. And I used a different drum set than I have now. I used a Slingeland drum set, single bass drum. And I sent it back to him and then we had our friend Zach mix it and we said, whoa, this sounds great. Yeah. So I said, let me send you another one. So then the second one I think was Funky Jackson. Yeah. We sent him that and then he redid his parts and sounded great again. And then he sent me the, uh, I believe the third one was, uh, might've been uh, the, the Little Havana, Big Havana, am I right? Is that the third yeah, one? Yeah, either that one or Triumph maybe. Uh, uh, maybe Triumph, yeah. There was either a, way, I, I always tried to make, for me, I always tried to make like a triumph, for instance, was in six eight, you know. Right. And I'm I'm always trying to think creatively and out of the box. I said, well, I'm going to play four four against the six eight, you know. And wow. then we'll go into a bar of seven. Right. And then 
even even when we had like one of the songs, uh, the, the Van Halen uh, tribute song, was in four four, and I said to Fernando, "Let's make it, let's make it six four. Right? You know, yeah. and he's like three three bars of four and then one bar of six, just to screw people up. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, well, just to yeah. have fun. And we, yeah. so we did all that. Yeah. And. And every every suggestion I did, I, I never had like an argument, and vice versa, right. you know, because we we both thought creatively out of the box, and right. we wanted to create something that's out of the box, and instrumental, yeah, but not like a jazz rock album, right? This is more that's like something a, they're, else, they're calling yeah. it a fusion prog, right? Rock, yeah, you know. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to Shortcuts, Behind the Drive Shortcuts on the Bay. My name is Douglas McLean, and you're listening to an interview with Carmine Apice, legendary drummer for the last 50 years. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. I, I, I like that title better. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there was a, there was a big golden era of that that, that Carmine was a part of. You yeah. know, yeah. Sure. Jeff Beck's Blow by Blow, yeah. John Lou Ponty, uh, you know, uh, Steve Mahavishna. Hackett, uh, Mahavishnu, uh, you know, uh, Return to Forever, and. Man, I mean, you know, it's really interesting how those records came out all on major labels. Right. And people were yeah. buying them. I mean, right. feels yeah. so oh, good yeah. by Bengioni and you know, uh, Grazing in the Grass and all and these Billy, stuff. Like, Billy Cobham you know, albums were were Billy you know, Cobham. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah with albums. Tommy Boland. Yeah, yeah. yeah Spectrum. Yeah, and um, then in, you know, the instrumental genre kind of morphed into more of a metal thing with the Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, yeah. uh, Ingvae Malmsteen world. Right. That's right. And basically what we're trying to do with this is bring it back to that golden era yeah. of instrumental records where you could actually sit back and not be, you know, overloaded with shred. Right. Which, which, you know, I'm not a shred guitar player. Right. My biggest guitar influencers are guys like Todd Rundgren and Jason Faulkner, John Bryan, Jeff Beck, uh, Tommy Bolin. Uh, oh, I like guys that you could actually sing their solos and you could actually like think about them in kind of more of a musical aspect as opposed to it being more of a muscle show. You know, right. it's like it's a, more of a dancing situation than a, than a weightlifting thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, our album, even though it's instrumental, our, our album, oh, what happened? We lost. No, I, 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 whenever I get a phone call. A phone call, yeah. Yeah. That's a phone yeah. Call. Yeah. yeah. So our album is like, I know some friends of mine releasing albums, you know, singing, and, and you can't even remember their hooks right when you listen to our album you know you'll wake up the next day and start humming one of the one of the choruses or melodies and not know what you're humming (laughs) you know you know i've done it i go well i saw humming now i'm going what is that oh man that's flower child right now can i ask and it's happened to me and, and and i listen to like Friends of mine's new records, and yeah. I listened to the whole thing once, and it doesn't stick in my head the hooks, right. you know. But well, this, this album is full of great hooks. Yeah, there's been a, a big resurgence uh, in the last year of uh, instrumental albums, too, from some great players. You know, uh, John McLaughlin just put his, uh, yeah. 
Well, Robin Ford's new album is oh, all Peter Frampton just did one. Yeah. Peter yeah. Frampton did one called Peter yeah. Frampton Forgets the Words. <laughs> really like good. Yeah. An album or a song? Yeah, yeah an album. No, an album. He did an yeah. album yeah. of uh, yeah. instrumentals. It's really good. Well, this that's is... Great, that's a great you're, title. You're, <laughs> and, and Bruce Coburn just did one, too. I mean... Uh, so I mean, but your your album has something uh, quite interesting. Enough about them, though. Let's talk about us. Yeah, no, no, I know. I just was bringing yeah. it up. Um, he, he was just going to do that. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all good. Uh, I, I one of the things that I love about this album is it almost sounds like you two are talking to each other in a way. I mean, because patterns change up your drum. So I thought, I thought at some point you must have been able to see each other because um, uh, no. it's very interesting that way because. Carmen, for example, in your drum, your drum sequence parts change like you're moving with the mood of the song and things like that. And yeah. a couple of these really, oh, I'd like to ask you about a couple of songs because they really stuck out in my head. But uh, okay. maybe we'll get to that. I just wanted to get a bit of a sense of how you put the album together. Did you, because there's organ and other instrumentation, did you? How did you play the other? How did the other parts get played on the album? Well, as we as we said, he plays everything. Oh, okay. He okay. plays organ, okay. bass, and keyboard. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so yeah, uh, so it's basically me and him did the whole thing. Right. I I did percussion and drums. Right. And uh, came up with arrangement ideas and, on different songs. Wrote a couple of songs myself, which we ended up splitting. Whatever. That was the first thing. Whatever we're doing, we're splitting down the middle. Sure. You know, whether yeah. he wrote it, yeah. came from him to start or came from me to start. Right. You know, because that, that's the fair way to do it. You oh, know? Yeah. So yeah. by doing that, you know, I sent him some songs, as, as I said, on my iPad. And he took those songs, took the melodies and added embellished on those, sent them back to me and stemmed. And then I put drums on it. Right. You know, and then I'd send it back to him, and sometimes he would redo some stuff to go okay. with the drums. Okay. okay. You know, so it was just a back and forth thing, like just you, sort know, of, you know. Yeah. And and it was very easy to do with the with the internet and the fact that I had a studio now that I never learned how to operate, and right. I I almost used him as a guinea pig <laughs> to teach me how to run my studio. That was in my head. Really. Get it was it was perfect timing. And it was that, perfect. That, that was in my head. Him. That was in my when head. Dana, when Dana introduced us, I had no idea what I was getting into. And I thought maybe I'll use them for a song and whatever, you know. And, and then it, it turned out to be perfect timing because he was just setting up his studio. And, he, and, he, and we, working together was such a fun thing that, like, you know, just sending files to each other. It, it's, it's an amazing way to work because yeah. when, when we each get each other's files... There's no like back and forth. There's no like, hey, you should try this symbol. Hey, why don't you try Les Paul instead of a telly? Hey, why don't you do You know what? It's just a great way of doing it because we trust each other oh, to come cool. up with the best parts possible. And then we were also throwing each other feedback hey, on, you know, on drum sounds and on getting everything together. And, and in the end, it does sound like we're both playing together in the room, but we've right. never really jammed. Oh, it's, a, it's, wow. it's an incredible thing. That, that I mean, when, is... when we did Do You Think I'm Sexy, the reggae, I had that arrangement. Right. Actually, I saw at my daughter's wedding, Fernando, on Saturday, the girl that used to sing it. Really? Oh, cool. With oh. me in the, in the club that I used to do that version. Really? And I played it for her. She, she freaked out. She said the guitar was amazing, the arrangement. Yeah. You know, so Do You Think I'm Sexy, I used to do at Club Lavalie in L.A. with a 
with a group called Carmine Peace and those jazz guys. Right. And we used to do jazz rock versions of all my hits. You keep right. hanging on, sexy, hot yeah. legs. Yeah. You know, so <clears throat> we did this, <laughs> excuse me, jazz rock version reggae of Do You Think I'm Sexy? Yeah. So I, I had it on my iPad. I did a version on my iPad where I played everything. Uh, so I said to Fernando, you got to check this out. So we'll see what you think. Maybe we could do something with this. Yeah. So I sent it to him. And he says, I love that. And he said, let's do it. So he put down a click and he took the arrangement idea that I had. And so I had some, some, some riffs in there, reggae riffs that he, he took and put in there. And then he put the melody on with a wah-wah. Yeah. And the guitar was there so, talking to you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's quite and, a... and then I sent it to me and I put the drums on it. Yeah. And it ended up, uh, and I put this thing, I played a snare drum with the... With a pick, with the snare, so it sounds like a percussion. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I put that on there, and you know, we got this really cool rhythm. Yeah. And and the thing I love on there, he does this thing. It's like ticka 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 ticka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes across the it's, speaker. It's a dub. It's a dub thing. There's a style of yeah. reggae called dub where dub, they do this yeah. thing with the delay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I love that. Yeah. That's so yeah, much fun. Cool. So well, we, it, we put together him being and him being Cuban descent, you know, reggae was right in his blood. Right, yeah. You know, and, I, and I love reggae. Police were my favorite band. Yeah. You know, I wrote a book of, uh, on how to play reggae as really? well. But uh, I just had a ball playing that song. Yeah. And, and people that hear it now, they go, wow, what a version, you know? Yeah. Well, I was. Well, you know, it's, a, it's incredible. I was surprised to find it. Yeah, sorry. I was surprised to hear that you wrote that, Carmen. Actually, the, uh, the couple of the songs that you've written, I, I had no idea of uh, until I started doing some research. Well, you know, they were co-writes. They were co yeah, co-writes, yeah. You know, I wrote music yeah, uh, with um, my brother, Dwayne oh, Hitchings, and oh, okay. uh, we wrote that, and we wrote Young Turks. Yeah. And Rod would write the lyrics and the oh, melody. Oh, okay. I mean, you know? young, young... I've been writing, I've been writing all my life. Oh, you know? I have, I have yeah, 130 sure, songs sure. on ASCAP. You sure, know? yeah. No, I mean, Young Turks is one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> I thought, wow, isn't that neat? Great song. Great, great song. Great yeah. song. Um, you know, and that was the first that was the first pop song to be done with an uh, Oberheim drum machine. Really.